Greetings, Body of Messiah. Mark Coley here with Yahweh Yeshua Assembly in Fort Myers, Florida, bringing you another teaching on this uh, weekday. It's uh, the fourth day of the week. I'm on vacation from my secular job, so I'm able to spend more time teaching things that Yahweh puts on my heart instead of waiting to the Shabbat or the weekend to share them. I pray that your week is going good. I pray Yah's blessing you, Yah's making his laws and commandments a revelation to you, writing them on your hearts, and that your understanding and my understanding would greatly increase as we are preparing for this weekend of for the feast of Shavuot. And we'll get to that teaching here in a little maybe a few days or something. But I want, what I wanted to share with you today is a few ideas, at least in my opinion, in my heart, my understanding of Yahweh's scriptures, that Yahweh is one. There is no trinity. We're not going to get into that, but there is no trinity. But there is only Yahweh the Most High, and that Yahshua is Yahweh. So let's just look at some scriptures, and I know that there's a lot of arguments that he can't be because, you know, Yeshua was praying to the Father. I get that. I understand that, but that still doesn't change um, my view, my belief. It's kind of you know, six of one, half dozen of the other. You just got to put it all together and let Yah's Spirit bring understanding to you. But nonetheless, let's start out in the Torah, Deuteronomy chapter 6, as everything has to have a foundation of the Torah. If it doesn't have a foundation from the Torah, then it is not of Yahweh and it is not biblical doctrine. Everything that Paul taught, Peter taught, they always go back to the Torah. When Yahshua taught, he always went back to the Torah and laid the foundation. So in verse 1 it says, now this is the commandment, the statute and the judgments which Yahweh your Elohim commanded to teach you to do them in the land you are crossing over to possess it, that you might fear Yahweh your Elohim. Now notice no mention of a trinity, just Yahweh your Elohim. To keep all His commandments, not their commandments. And His, oh, to keep all His statutes, not theirs, his commandments, not theirs. See, all those things to me speak volumes. Which I command you, you, your son and your son's son, all the days of your life, that your days may be prolonged. So when we live according to the Torah, when we obey his laws and commandments, it's going to produce a long, joyous, abundant life. 
Verse 3, Hear then, O Israel. Now he's talking to Israel. He's not talking to pagan nations. Take heed to do it, that it may be well with you. Again, he's emphasizing, when you obey Yahweh's laws and commandments, it's going to be well with you. That you may increase greatly, as Yahweh the Elohim, now notice it doesn't say a plural uh, Elohim, doesn't say, you know, a trinity Elohim. It just simply says, as Yahweh, the Elohim of your fathers, has promised you in the land flowing with, with milk and honey. And then it says, Hear, O Israel, Yahweh our Elohim is Yahweh, and I'm not sure how to say this word, E-C-H-A-D, Echad, which means to listen and to be attentive to. It also is a word for unity as family. So now the English translations have translated this to say, Hear, O Yah Israel, Yahweh our Elohim is Yahweh is one. So again, we have to have a foundation from the Torah. It says, then it says, and you shall love Yahweh, your Elohim, with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your might. And these words which I'm commanding you today shall be on your heart. Now we can go to Hebrews where it says that Yahweh is going to make a renewed covenant with the house of Israel and the house of Judah. And he shall write his laws and commandments upon their minds and upon their heart. And then verse 7 says, And you shall dil diligently teach them to your sons and speak of them as you sit in your house, as you walk in your way, as you're lying down and as you're raising up. Now one of the major issues of all the violence and crime and uh, evilness that is going on in our world is because of nations and families have stopped teaching diligently Yahweh's laws and commandments to their sons. They've, spot, they've stopped speaking about it in their house. They've stopped living according to it as a way of life and just letting it be a 24-7 manifestation. And because of this, our children, our grandchildren, our politicians, our lands, our leaders are whacked out living according to pagan sun-god deity system and paganism and lawlessness instead of Yahweh's laws and commandments. Okay, so you can just keep, keep reading this, but nonetheless, the, the context of this, the, the title of this is Yahshua is Yahweh. And it comes from the foundation that the scripture says in the Torah that Yahweh is one, that Yahweh is one, that Yahweh is one. Yahweh our Elohim. Okay, now let's go to the renewed covenant in John chapter 1. John chapter 1, and we're going to read this 
out of the Hebrew and it makes more it makes more sense it says John 1 1 in the beginning was Yahshua and Yahshua was with Yahweh and Yahshua was Yahweh so when you go to Deuteronomy and, and, and the original covenant we see that Yahweh is one we see that we are to worship Yahweh we are to obey Yahweh we see that we are to obey his commandments not their commandments his judgments not their judgments his statutes and not their statutes and then we go to the Apostle John and he said that in the beginning was Yahshua we also know that Yahshua was the Torah so you could really read it like this in the beginning was the Torah was the instructions of Yahweh and the instructions of Yahweh was with Yahweh and the instructions of Yahweh was Yahweh so Yahweh Yahshua is Yahweh and then in verse 14 it says that Yahshua was made flesh and dwelt among us or the Torah was made flesh and dwelt among us all right so in the beginning was Yahshua and Yahshua was with Yahweh and then it says and Yahshua was Yahweh see that to me that just settles it that just settles it right there right there now let's turn a few chapters later to John chapter 8 and let's go to ver we'll have a few verses there uh, starting in verse 23 verse 23 and Yahshua said unto them you are from beneath I am again that's a reference to Yahweh I am from above you are from this are of this world again notice I am not of this world so again it's a reference to Yahweh then he said I said therefore unto you that you shall die in your sins for if you believe not that I am he who's he referring to Yahweh if you d believe not that I am he you shall die in your sins so what's the Messiah saying here and the rest of the context of this chapter is that Yahshua 
is Yahweh manifested in the flesh. Now I know a lot of people see it differently, and and that's fine, and maybe they're right, and maybe I'm wrong, but nonetheless, I have to go with what is in the scriptures, what is written, and according to my personal convictions by Yah's Spirit. Now if I'm wrong, He will show me. But since I came to Torah, and since I saw these things, and even though I've heard their arguments, it just makes sense to me that we worship one Elohim. We don't worship a plurality of Elohims, or a trinity of Elohims, or a duality of Elohims, mighty ones, or gods if you would. But we worship one mighty one, the Most High. Psalm 91 says, He that dwells in the secret of the Most High, who is Yahweh. Okay? So he says here, I am He, for if you believe not that I am He, you shall die in your sins. And literally what he's saying is, if you don't believe Yahshua is Yahweh, then you'll die in your sins. So that's important, isn't it? All right, let's go to verse 28. Then Yahshua, then said Yahshua unto them, When you have lifted up the Son of Man, then shall you know that I am He, and that I do nothing of Myself. Now, just keep it in mind, Yahshua is Yahweh manifested in the flesh. That is the point of this teaching. But as my Father has taught me, I speak these things. I am, again, notice it says that I am He. And that, that phrase, I am He, is a reference that Yahshua is Yahweh. Now, but it says, but as my Father has taught me. And so, could that have possibly have been that when Yahshua came to the earth, he was separated from the Father. That when he came to the earth and he was born of a virgin, he was being manifested in the earth. So while he was on the earth, he was a son. Him and the Father are one. John 17 said, me, I, me and my Father are one. Let's see if I can find that, that verse real quickly. Um, here, I can probably find it quicker by going to the Internet. Google's your best friend. Hallelujah.
I don't type real fast, so bear with me, please. Hallelujah. All right. In, well, this one says John 1030. John 1030. Let's turn there. It says, And Yahshua had not yet come. That can't be the verse because that don't say anything. Unless, I, oh, I'm in chapter 11. Ha! Okay, it says in John 10.30, I and the Father is one. I and the Father are one. So, again, if Yahweh and... Um, Yeshua are one. Let's just, I'm going to, I know there's a couple other verses that say that same thing. What was Yeshua talking about? Was he just talking about unity? Or was he talking about something else? Let's go to John 17 and verse 21. John 17 and verse 21. To me, to me, as I read Torah, as I read the Gospels, as I come to understand more of Yahweh and the Torah, it just makes more sense that Yahshua is Yahweh. And it says that, that all may be E-C-H-A-D. How do you say that, you think? Echad. You are in me, Father and I in you. They also may be Echad in us. And then it says, And I have given them glory, which you have given me, that they may be Echad, united, as we are Echad. I in them, you and me, that they may be perfected in one, and that the world may know that you sent me. Again, it's emphasizing and referring to excuse me, Yahweh, Yahshua, being one. And I truly believe that it's not just speaking of unity. You know, not just speaking of agreement, but that they are literally one in every sense of the word. So back to John 8, he said, Therefore I said unto you that, it, that you shall die in your sins, if you believe not that I am He. And then He says that when, the, when He is lifted up, when you lift up the Son of Man, then you, shall you know that I am He. Again, another reference that Yahshua is Yahweh. And then verse 30, 
he says, as he spoke these words. So now the people that Yahshua was speaking to were predominantly all Hebraic. They were all Israel slash of Judah. So they understood what you and I in the West don't understand yet. That he was speaking of Yahweh. They understood that when he used the phrase, I am, because they knew that I am is means I am Yahweh. They understood that. See, we don't we, we don't we don't get that because we read this through Greek pagan mindset instead of reading it through Hebraic eyes. So he said, when the Son of Man is lifted up, you shall know that I am he. They understood that. So when he said unto them, as he spoke these words, many believed on him. When he spoke these words that they understood referenced and meant that Yahshua was Yahweh, they believed that Yahshua was Yahweh. Now he couldn't, and they were trying to trap him into saying that he was Yahweh, but he said it without saying it. If he said he was Yahweh, according to the Torah, they would have had a legal right to crucify him, and he would have been held guilty. So he said it without saying it. And see, there are many things in the scriptures that Yahweh says and Yahshua says and Paul says and Peter says about the Torah and the law and the commandments without saying it. But because we look at things through Greek eyes instead of Hebrew eyes, we don't get it until our eyes are open. Then said Yeshua to those Jews, so that tells you who was in the crowd, which believed on him, which believed that Yahshua was Yahweh, if you continue in my word. Now, when he said my word, they knew what he meant, his Torah that Yahshua was connected to the Torah, that Yahshua was Yahweh, and he gave the Torah to Israel in the book of Exodus on the 50th day of Shavuot. Then said Yahshua to those Jews which believed on him, if you continue in my instructions, if you continue in my laws and commandments, Again, that's referencing that, yes, he is Yahweh without saying it. Then you are my disciples indeed. Then and only then are you my disciples. So are people disciples of J.C. because they've confessed J.C. and they go to um, and hold on to the day of the unconquerable son and that's the day they go to worship their God? Are they continuing in his word? No. Are they continuing in his word when they hold on to the custom 
holidays, Christmas, Easter, so on and so forth? No. Are they continuing in His Word when they eat pork? No. And many other such things. So He said, Then Yahshua said to those Jews which believed on Him, If you continue in My Word, then are you My disciples indeed. Again, Yahweh's Word. Yahweh's laws and commandments. Then He says, and you shall know the truth. And there is only one truth, and that is Yahweh's laws and commandments. Not what um, Greek theology and Christianity and Catholicism says is truth, but what Yahweh said is truth from the very beginning. He said, when you know the Torah, then the Torah shall make you free. Hallelujah. All right, now let's go down to um, another verse. Verse 47, he said, He that is of Yahweh heareth Yahweh's words, or Yahweh's laws and commandments. Those that are of Yahweh, when you begin to hear about the Torah, when you he begin to hear that the Torah is still relevant, that the Torah has not passed away. The Yahweh's laws and commandments and feast days and the Shabbat and everything else has not passed away. You accept it and you begin to walk by faith in it. Then you're hearing Yahweh's words. And the reason you're hearing Yahweh's words is because you are of Yahweh. If you reject Yahweh's words, if you reject Yahweh's instructions, if you bought the lie that the law, Yahweh's Torah, has been done away with, then according to Scripture, you are not of Yahweh. He that is of Yahweh hears Yahweh's laws and commandments. You, therefore, hear them not. Now he's speaking to the, to the Pharisees and the Sadducees who are trying to trip him, who he said in verse 44 that you are of your father the devil, Hasatan. He said, you are not of Yahweh. Because they were mixing oral, rabbi, man-made traditions with Yahweh's laws and commandments. So what that tells me, if that we're mixing Christianity, Catholicism, you know, whatever other false religion with Yahweh's laws and commandments, it's not it's going to be in vain, Yahshua said in Mark 7. Your worship's going to be in vain. And here Yahshua said, You're not of Yahweh, you are of your father Hasatan. Now that's a tough one to swallow. Because, you know. Looking back, you know, when we were in Christianity, I mean, you can't argue with the Scriptures. We might have thought we were serving Yahweh, but we weren't. Now, our hearts probably were right, but nonetheless, we were wrong. Mm -hmm. That's a tough one, huh? Now look in verse 52. Then said the Jews unto him, now we know 
that thou hast a devil. Abraham is dead, and the prophets, and you say, if a man keep my saying, he shall never taste death. See, they didn't understand. They didn't understand that their spirit will live forever with Yahshua, because you'll never taste death. Then it goes into, are you greater than our father Abraham, which is dead, and the prophets, which are dead? Yeshua answered, if I honor myself, my honor is nothing. It is my father that honors me. Yet you have not known him, verse 55, but I know him. And if I should say I know him not, I should be a liar. Then he says, Your father Abraham rejoiced to see my day. And he saw it and was glad. Again, he rejoiced. He was around when Abraham was around. That, that, that means that Yahshua is Yahweh. Then said the Jews unto him, Thou art not yet fifty years old, and you have seen Abraham? Yeshua said unto them, Verily, verily, or truth, truth, I say unto you, Before Abraham was, I am. And again, he's emphasizing, and that is saying, I am Yahweh. They understood what, when he said, I am, they understood what he meant. They understood what he was saying. Not like us people in the West who've been indoctrinated in Christianity and Catholicism. We, we, we don't get it. In the beginning was Yahshua. And Yahshua was with Yahweh. And Yahshua was Yahweh. And what did the Torah say? That Yahweh, our Elohim, that we are to obey His commandments, singular, we are to obey His statutes, singular, we are to obey His laws, singular, and then it says, and Yahweh is one. He is the Elohim of Israel. Now, in any other, he didn't say that Yahweh is one to all other nations, only to Israel. So, pagan nations are going to have, and almost every pagan religion has a trinity. Do your research. The, the theology of trinity comes from pagan roots. The idea of... Uh, Singular Elohim for Israel comes from Hebraic roots, comes from Yahweh himself. So who are you going to believe and who are you going to follow? So they understood him when he said, before Abraham was, I am. And then it says, then they took up stones to cast at him. But Yeshua hid himself and went out of the temple, going through the midst of them, divinely protected. It doesn't say that, but, you know, that's my interpretation. Yah divinely protected him because it was not time for the Son, who while he was on earth, was the Son. 
But when he lifted up off the earth, he went back to being who he is, the I am. Now, to verify this, let's go to Philippians chapter 2. And this, again, when I began to see these things, it was just a total revelation and conviction. Um, and helped me understand things that I did not understand. In Philippians chapter 2, and it, Paul is talking about Yahshua, the Son of Man. Verse 7, he says, He did empty himself, taking the image. When it says he emptied himself, he left his original state of being Yahweh in the heavens, taking the image of a servant, having become in the image of the sons of man. The image. The image. A picture. When you take a picture, like I have a picture of my wife. It's not my wife. It's an image of my wife. She's making kissy faces to me. Making me smile. She gets embarrassed when I say that, but nonetheless. You do it anyway, Because I love it. Anyways, then it says, And being found in the form of a man. Again, it doesn't say a man. In the form of a man. That should give us clues. He humbled himself, having become obedient unto death, even the death of a torture stake. Not a cross. Cross is a pagan symbol. If you have any crosses in your house, on your person, on a chain, throw them out, destroy them. They represent paganism. For this reason, Elohim highly exalted him and gave him a name that is above every name. That at the name of Yahshua, every knee should bow of those in heaven, of those on earth, and those under the earth. So right then and there, it reveals that there are people in heaven, there are people on earth, beings, whether spiritual beings, demonic beings, or human beings. And there are beings under the earth. Okay, that's a revelation in itself. That at the name of Yahshua, every knee should bow of those in heaven. So there are people in heaven. There are beings in heaven, angels in heaven, humans in heaven. Those on earth, we know, we understand that and those under the earth, and every tongue should confess that Yahshua Messiah is Yahweh. That's what it says. I'm reading out of Hebraic Roots Bible, 
And in the Hebrew, that's what it says, that every tongue will confess that Yahshua is Messiah, is Yahweh to the glory of Yahweh, the Father. So there is Yahweh the Son. He became the Son on earth. But when, when, before He came to the earth, He was Yahweh. When He returned to the heavens, He, he came back to being who He was, Yahweh. Now, in the English translations, it says that at the name of J.C., every knee should bow, those in being, and every tongue should confess that he is L-O-R-D. And L-O-R-D in the Hebrew is, was translated from Yahweh to L-O-R-D, and L-O-R-D is Baal, and so the Greek translation is trying to get you to confess that Jesus is Baal. And they are accurate in what they are, are the, that the Greek is saying, because what the Greek is trying to get you to, to, to confess is that J.C. is Baal. J.C. comes from Zeus, comes from pagan roots. It was an invented name from Constantine and Catholicism. It was not the original name of the, of the Messiah. So when you say Jesus is Lord, you're literally saying Jesus is Baal. And see, Constantine was trying to convince and deceive Hebrew believers at that time into thinking that they were following the Mosai. But they were not. And it says here that in the Hebrew that every tongue shall confess that Yahshua Messiah is Yahweh. That Yahshua Messiah is Yahweh. That Yahshua Messiah is Yahweh. Now, this is my paraphrasing. They are actually confessing that Yahshua is Yahweh manifested in the flesh. John 1, John 1, 14, and, and the Son, and Yahshua became flesh and dwelt among us. Yahweh became flesh and dwelt among us. He dwelt among us by being, becoming a son of man and he dwelt among us so the purpose of this teaching is to give you some insight some understanding and you have to make your own decision are are there a plurality of gods that we serve as Israel as Hebraic believers as ones that have been grafted into the Torah? Or are we going to worship Yahweh as the great I Am? That Yahweh, Yahshua, is Yahweh. And they are one. And we are to worship Yahweh. Nowhere did 
Yahshua ever tell us to worship him? We are to worship Yahweh. We are to honor Yahweh. We are to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. We are to obey Yahweh's feast days. We are to obey Yahweh's Torah, Yahweh's instructions, Yahweh's prophets, not the prophets of Baal. The prophets of Baal will be defeated as they were defeated on Mount Carmel. The prophets of Baal in today's world will be defeated. Their words will be proven false. So, Yahweh, Yahshua, every knee shall bow down and confess that Yahshua is... Yahweh. Now, here's just a couple other scriptures. Go to Isaiah 43. And let's see if the prophets bear this out. I believe it's Isaiah 40, 43, verse 11. Isaiah 43, and verse 11, it says, I am Yahweh. There is no Savior without me. He's saying, I am, again notice the reference, I am Yahweh. There is no Savior besides me. Look in chapter 44, verse 6. It says, So says Yahweh, the King of Israel, and his Redeemer, Yahweh of hosts, I am the first, I am the last, and there is no Elohim except me, not them. Look in chapter 45. In verse 18 it says, For, for so says Yahweh, Creator of the heavens. He is the Elohim forming the earth and making it. Who? Yahweh. He makes it stand, not creating it empty, but forming it to be lived in. I am Yahweh, and compared to me, there is none else. Now, there's a reference, Deuteronomy 4 in verse 35, let's just flip over there. Deuteronomy 4 and verse 35, let's see what it says. To you it was revealed so that you may know that Yahweh, He is the Elohim, and nothing exists without Him, not them. See, that I didn't see until I started doing this teaching. Revelation. And then back to Deuteronomy 45. So we see again that he's referencing Yahweh. Yahweh. The prophets are referencing Yahweh. There is nothing going to come about in the renewed covenant that is not first founded in the original covenant. And if what our understanding is from the renewed covenant doesn't line up with our our understanding of the old covenant that means our understanding of the new covenant the renewed covenant is not accurate and we need to go back to the original 
and see what Yahweh is truly saying. And Yahweh is saying that Yahshua is Yahweh, that Yahweh is Yahshua, and that Yahshua came. Yah Yahweh is our Savior. Yahshua is Yahweh. Yahshua, Yahweh, was born of a virgin, became man, went to the torture stake as a man, in the form of a man, and was crucified. And Yah exalted his name, Yahshua, so that when you say the name Yahshua, every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess that Yahshua is Yahweh. Yahshua is Yahweh. So how important is the Torah? Understanding the Torah, living according to the Torah, believing the Torah. Yahshua actually said that if you do not believe that He is Yahweh, you will die in your sins. That means you won't be forgiven. I didn't say that. That's what the Scripture said. That's what the Messiah said. I'm just repeating it to you. Giving us clarity. These are all, you know, there's a phrase I put on a lot of my posts. Something to think about. When we hear these things, we need to really think about it. We need to go over and over and over the Scriptures. And over and over the Scriptures in the Torah. The Scriptures by the Prophets. The Scriptures by the Apostles by Yahshua, and literally see what is he really saying? Who is he talking to? What is the context? Does it line up with his laws and commandments? Does it line up with the original covenant? And when you see that, when you get the understanding that lines up with the original covenant, then you get the truth. And then that truth has power in it to set you free. So in verse 21... Isaiah 45, it says, Is it not I, Yahweh? And there is no other Elohim other than me. And he had to keep emphasizing this because Israel kept going back to serving a multitude of gods. A multitude of pagan deities. Just like most Christians and, most, uh, and all Catholics. And all Christians, they keep serving these pagan deities and they try to just blend in a little bit of truth with it. He said, there is no other Elohim besides me. That is to Israel. So if you want to serve the God of Israel, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, the Elohim, the Mighty One, the Most High of Israel, then you can have no other Elohim's gods are most highs before you. He says again, Isaiah 45 21, is it not I, Yahweh? And there is no Elohim, no other Elohim other than me, a just El, and a Savior. So we see in numerous places. That the prophet Isaiah said in Isaiah 43, 44, and 45 that Yahweh is Savior. Not JC, but Yahweh is Savior. And Yahweh came to the earth, manifested as and in the form of, a son, of the Son of Man, in the form of a man, took upon him the nature of a servant, 
became obedient as a man to the Torah, was tortured on the stake, was crucified, and then Yahweh's Spirit raised him from the, from the dead. And he says, he says that there is no other Savior compared to me. They are nothing, meaning all these other messiahs, all these other gods that man is saying is messiahs or is their savior, Yahweh says they are nothing. Turn to me, Yahweh, verse 22, and be saved all the ends of the earth. So the call is going out. If you want to be saved, if you want to be born from above, if you want to be grafted into Israel and live eternally with the Elohim of Israel, if you want to be able to walk in through the gates of the New Jerusalem that's going to come down to the earth, that have the names of the 12 tribes of Israel, and only members of the 12 tribes of Israel will be able to enter those gates, if you want to be part of that, you need to believe that Yahshua is Yahweh. You need to accept Yahweh. You need to accept His laws and commandments. And you need to ask Him to line up your life accordingly. And He says, You need to turn to Me and be saved all the ends of the earth, for I am El, and besides Me there is nothing else. I have sworn by Myself, the Word, or the Torah, has gone out of my mouth in righteousness and shall not return to me. Every knee shall bow and every tongue shall confess. See, Paul, in Philippians 2, was quoting the Torah, was quoting the prophets. He wasn't coming up with some new doctrine. That's why when he said, that every knee shall bow and confess that Yahshua is Yahweh, he's referring to what we just read in Isaiah 45. And it says, And he shall say only in Yahweh, Do I have righteousness and strength? To him he comes, and they are all ashamed, all who are angry with him. In Yahweh, all of the seed of Israel shall be justified. In Yahweh shall all the seed of Israel shall be justified. Not in JC, not in God, not in Lord, in Yahweh. And we know that Yahshua is Yahweh. In the beginning was, was Yahshua, and Yahshua was with Yahweh, and Yahshua was Yahweh. And Yahshua became flesh and dwelt among us. Yahweh became flesh. Yahshua became flesh and dwelt among us. Yahweh came to the earth and dwelt among us. And every knee shall bow and every tongue shall swear. Here's another reference. Let's go to Romans 14:11 and then we'll wind this out. I just you know I thought this would be a 10:15 Minute or what did I just say? Romans what? 14. I spaced out having two thoughts at once. Romans 14. Uh, yep. 
Romans 14.11. It says, again, this is the Apostle Paul who, who wrote Philippians. He wrote to the people of Philippi, people that were pagans, so that they would understand whom they were serving, that they were serving Yahweh. And then now he's, he's writing to Romans, people that were into Greek, Roman, idolatry, and the plurality of deities, he says, For it is written, for it has been written, as I live, says Yahweh, every knee will bow to me, and every tongue will confess to me. Me who? Me Yahweh. Every knee will bow to me, Yahweh, and every tongue will confess to me, Yahweh. And verse 14 says that I know and am persuaded by Yahshua Yahweh that nothing by itself is common. But again, notice Yahshua Yahweh. Yahshua, the Son of Man, became Yahweh, or was Yahweh. He became Yahshua when he came to the earth. So, I pray that that brought some enlightenment. I pray that gave you some food, some steak, potatoes, and broccoli, and cauliflower, and carrots, and greens to chew on. A lot of scriptures we covered. And so you have to make your decision. Is Yeshua Yahweh? Or is Yeshua another Elohim? He's not. They're one. Yahshua is Yahweh. That's the only thing that makes sense. From the beginning, from Genesis through Revelation, as you study it all, that's the only thing that makes sense. That Yahshua is Yahweh. Yahshua said, I am He. Referencing that He is Yahweh. And He said that not once, not twice, but I believe in John 8, it's like four or five times. He said, I am He. So Father, we thank You for this teaching. We thank You for this instruction. We thank You for this Word. We pray that this Word would just penetrate our lives, penetrate our hearts, and that those that do not comprehend this yet, that you would minister it to them, give them food to feed on, and that you would bring understanding to them concerning Yahshua is Yahweh manifested in the flesh from the very beginning. So, Father, we thank you. We praise you. We bless you. Until next time, Yahweh bless you. Yahweh make his face shine upon you. Yahweh be good to you. That's why I'm always praying in the power of Yahweh's name because Yahshua is Yahweh and Yahweh's name is the, is the name and the being everybody's knee is going to bow to. So we command sickness to bow to the name of Yahweh. We command disease to bow to the name of Yahweh. We command lawlessness to bow to the name of Yahweh. We command the mountains that we are facing to bow to Yahweh and to be thou removed as Joshua taught in Mark chapter 11. So until next time, you can connect with us on our website, pardon the helicopter overhead.
can connect with us on our website at yahwehyeshuaassembly.com. We can all, you can also connect with me, Mark Pulley, on Facebook. So until next time, shalom, shalom. Is that loud?